Notice the vacant stare. The completely mindless look. That could only mean one thing. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? I think people did it for the memes. I think they, you know, uh, looking for those sweet, sweet likes. The sight is beautiful to behold. After you are gone, they will still be here. Oh. I don't think we're allowed to say that, though. What are we talking about yeah. now? WFOD. I didn't say nothing. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. Oh. Begins. <laughs> now. My good friend, Mr. Drunkard STL, on the Twitters. Hey, buddy. And guys, the, the king of pranks, the albino alligator. Popcorn bitch, Mr. Travis Hulse is here, everyone. Travis. Hey. 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 Look back. The hey. phone number to contact the show is 636-487-HAND or WFOD show. On Skype and Travis, we have one hell of a show for the people tonight. Just like every week, baby. Uh, coming up after the break, we are going to be talking to uh, the dire- director of a documentary film called Potty Town. Travis, interesting doc. Uh, oh, did you watch it? I watched most of it. Yeah. Is uh, Morgan Elliott is going to be on the program, Travis? Looking forward to talking to him. Uh, uh, Travis, I have a uh, a hustle watch for you. Ooh, baby. It is time for the hustle watch. Now, I listened to this, Travis, and the experts, they tried to explain it to me. But I, I might be a I might be a dumb guy, Travis, because I listened to this and I didn't see what the problem was. Um So maybe you can explain it to me. You're smart. You smart fella. I, I don't know about that. Travis. Uh, are, you, are you familiar with dumb dumbs, the the dumb dumb suckers? Yeah, I think this guy he's he's gonna explain it to you anyway. Remember dumb dumbs, those lollipops they used to get when you went to the doctor when you were a kid and you got a haircut. Well, the family behind them is losing millions because of rogue sellers and platforms like Amazon. They're not helping. So he's saying that that the dumb dumb people they're losing millions of dollars. And I, I, I was watching this, this, this thing with the guy with the dum-dums. And I don't understand how they're losing millions of dollars, Travis. I, I listened to the whole thing. They explained it. And when it was over, I was like, no, they're not. 
Yeah, please, please uh, shed some light on this. I don't really get it. Okay, here we go. Okay, so here's how it works. You've got the rogue seller right here. What he does is he hunts down products with lower prices than you can find on Amazon. He then posts the items on Amazon and then waits for somebody like this customer right here to come in and place an order. After the customer places the order, the rogue seller hunts down the product on another site where it's available for cheaper and has it shipped directly to the customer. It's called drop shipping, Travis. Yeah, um, people have been drop shipping for years. So uh, I guess I just jump on Amazon. I'm like, you know what? I want some of them dumb dumb suckers. I love the dumb dumbs. And so I buy a big bag of them. And then this guy shops around the internet and finds it cheaper than what I paid him for it. And then sends it to me from there. What's your favorite? Yeah, but what if he can't find it cheaper on the internet? Then what? Then I guess he misses out, Travis. What's your favorite? Dumb and dumb? he loses money. Yeah, I like a I like a root beard. Dumb yeah, dumb. I think that's my favorite. Mine's the question mark. So, uh, Travis, uh, <laughs> there's there's an expert uh, from uh, Bloomberg who's going to explain it to us. I got a, I got another clip here from the same thing. Here's Bloomberg reporter Spencer Soper to explain how this is costing companies millions of dollars. I spoke with Mitchell Owens. He runs e-commerce sales at Spangler, uh, the parent company for Dum Dums. He noticed the lollipops were being sold on Amazon at a cheaper price, and he was worried about danger counterfeits, so he decided to buy some. Then he was surprised when he got a bunch of boxes from Sam's Club at his house. So, he's selling dum-dums. Are they counterfeit? No. I didn't know they made counterfeit dum-dums. They don't. He said he had to worry about counterfeits. He sells the dum-dums, somebody buys the dum-dums, and sends them to somebody else. They make money because they sell it for more than what they bought it from him from. So how does that translate to Dum Dums losing millions of dollars? If he's buying from Dum Dums and just selling them for a higher price, Dum Dums is getting the amount of money that they posted them for. It makes no sense. They're making the amount of money that they agreed to sell the Dum Dums for. If you see a whole bunch of people selling Dum Dums for more money than what you're selling dum-dums for, raise the price of your dum-dums, or don't worry about it, because you're making yes. the amount of money you're comfortable making for selling your dum-dums. This guy's argument is not about dum-dums losing money. It's about dum-dums leaving money on the table. Like, <laughs> right, dum-dums is still money. making money. They're just not making as much as this guy who is selling them. But I'll tell you what, that guy is not selling as many dum-dums as the dum-dum corporation is. It's well, a volume business, then, I mean, and they're if, still selling their dum-dums. Isn't that kind of the way it goes? Fucking dum-dum sells to Walmart for 15 cents per dum-dum, and they sell them for 25 cents per dum-dum, right? I mean, that's kind of always how it goes in every way of business, right? That's correct. Yeah, you sent a volume of dum-dums. And then this guy was just smart enough to divvy him up and sell him for for more for less. Good. Good for him. Commercialism. <laughs> Woo. So, like, I guess their complaint is, man, this is hypothetical money that we could have sold our dum-dums for. We're losing right. millions. And, 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 and dum-dums isn't even saying it, right? Like, this rando is saying it. This guy from Bloomberg, he called the head of dum-dums. Well, if that's the case, Dum Dum needs to get out of, well, not necessarily get out of wholesale, but 
also enter into retail. Yeah, he said, well, you know, I was worried that they were selling fake dum-dums on uh, Amazon. Turns out they're real. We're just we're selling them too cheap. So what is what is a dum-dum really worth to you? Five cents? If you're sitting at home and you don't feel like shopping around, Travis, you just you just want a big bag of them. If you pay I mean, an extra dollar or two, who gives a fuck? You get the free Amazon shipping. You just go to Amazon. That's where the stuff is. That's why we well, went to YouTube, Travis. We had a website. Nobody gave a fuck. Aren't the only people that buy Dum Dums banks anyway? Yeah. Yeah. A dentist office. Right? <laughs> when you leave and, the dentist, they give you a, a sucker for doing a good job. Old people around Halloween. You get a handful of Dum Dums on uh, Halloween when you're trick-or-treating. Dum Dums or Tootsie Rolls? Probably uh, uh, if, if I had to choose. No. Hmm. I'm going Tootsie Roll. I'd go Tootsie Roll. I would. Uh, I'm, I'm not Tootsie sure. Roll or Tootsie Roll Pop? Are we are we going a completely no, different no, candy no. here? Are we still talking suckers? Completely different candy. Regular Tootsie Roll or Dum Dum. Travis, I don't fuck with a Tootsie Roll Pop. Oh, I love a Tootsie Pop. I don't. I don't like stuff in the middle. I like the chocolate one. I like the red one. No, no. The only I, one I don't really like is the orange one. See, I like a. I, I like a sucker to just be a sucker. I don't want surprises. You don't do the blow pop either? Nah, fuck a blow pop. Yeah, that gum's done in about eight seconds. Yeah, don't like it. It's not my jam. Not into it. Travis, uh, I, I have uh, another fun one. Oh, should I should I play the, the hustle watch again? Yep. It is yeah. time for the hustle watch. Travis, I saw... Uh, a thing the other day where they were uh, talking about Quibi. You remember Quibi? Quibi. And, that was a TV thing, right? Came and went. Yeah, they, they were short, bite-sized television. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about the shows that were on Quibi. They were like nine-minute shows, right? Yeah. It, it, it was an advertisement. and I, I loved this because I missed it on Quibi. I, br- I briefly subscribed to Quibi. I saw this. I was like, fuck, I can't believe I missed this. I wonder if this is available somewhere. And I did a little digging. Can't find it anywhere because somebody just made it up. Um, (laughs) It wasn't a real Quibi show, Travis, but uh, I love the idea to uh, a point where, like, I think maybe we just need to, like, pay this guy for his idea and we need to make this show. Okay. Do, Do you want me to read the description of... This it's a reality show, Travis. Uh, it's called Jack Sparrow House. Uh, it's a reality television show uh, placed fourteen Jack Sparrow impersonators in a single family home, who were eliminated if they broke character. Uh, it was described as more of an endurance contest than a true talent competition, and. Uh, the the fictional show that didn't exist was a source of significant amounts of litigation. I guess Disney could probably sue you, right? To just like make a show about, or could that be considered parody, Travis? What are the laws? Uh, parody, yeah, I would think it would be considered parody, right? Like Jack Sparrow Lonely Island song. I bet they didn't have Disney sign off on that, right? Like, I mean, three contestants were kicked off the show after separate public defecation incidents. And one contestant was forced to withdraw upon discovering the house was within 500 feet of an elementary school. <laughs> Let's make this show. That sounds great. We'll just no, here's what you, you get: thirteen nobodies and actual Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, reality shows are cheap, right? You have to rent a house for a month. Just get an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you get an Airbnb, and you just tuck 14 guys into dressing up like Jack Sparrow, and you put a bunch of cameras in, and then you just have all that footage that you edit some episodes together. One grand prize. We'll give them a couple thousand bucks. We could kickstart that, 10, right? 000. Yeah, give them 10,000 bucks to the winner. And the second place gets nothing. Yeah, nothing. You get the 10000 or you get nothing. You get to be on TV. It's tough. Somebody will buy it. There's so many streaming services now. Somebody's going to buy Jack Sparrow House if we make it. Yeah. You see that new one is like Freevee. It's like uh, just like Tubi, but they call oh, it Freevee. That's IMDb. Freevee is? Yeah. IMDb got Judge Judy, but then uh, I guess it didn't work, Travis, because then Judge Judy was on Amazon Prime. So it's not IMDb TV anymore. Now they scrap that and they have freebie. Yep. Hmm. But I, I, IMDb is owned by Amazon, so I guess Amazon Prime just said, "Well, that's ours now." Thank you. Let's just <laughs> let's just put all our eggs in one basket, Travis. Yeah, yeah I don't know why they don't just yeah, put my it all lady on Prime. The shit out of that freebie. Ju- no, Judge Judy. She does freebie because of the Judge Judy. Uh, Travis, the, uh, the HBO Max, I think them and, uh, Discovery are merging. Yep. Next year. And they, nice. there was a whole bunch of hubbub because people were mad that, uh, that, uh, they're not going to put out Batgirl. Yeah. That ha- that's, this isn't the first time that something like this has happened when they've had mergers or like a new, uh, incoming like CEO or, or, uh, you know, like executive in charge of these things. Like it doesn't matter how much money that they've spent already, they can a hundred percent write off everything they've spent uh, in taxes and recoup their cash, and they won't matter at all. Tries to get put out, Batgirl, right? I mean, it's, it's gonna come out. Yeah, I mean, you would think so, they, right? They got Mike, Michael Keaton's in there. Yeah, they're fucking around. They're all like, guys, we're not gonna put out Batgirl, so that we all are like, oh, we want to see Michael Batgirl. Keaton's in it. Yeah, Michael Keaton's in it as Batman. What about Alicia Silverstone? No, no. just Michael Keaton, I think. And, and you know, Batgirl. There was Alicia Silverstone. Like, they're putting right? out publicity stills. Travis, that movie's coming out. Am Are you shitting me? Yeah, they've, they've been putting publicity stills out and things. Right. And, yeah, I mean, you would certainly think so. But, uh, I mean, who can say? Uh, there's no there's no guarantee because, you know, this incoming Discovery regime that bought uh, Warner Brothers can do whatever the fuck they want. Because... Mostly because all of the discovery profits are made off of reality TV, which, like you said, is extremely cheap to make. Um, so if they, if they see that they're losing money on something, they're, they're going to scrap it. Right. Guys, we, let's not pretend to be Batman anymore. Let's just get guys to like run around in the woods naked. Let's give Guy Fieri another show. And uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah. we're covered. I'll watch it. I'm watching it. We got to buy the food, and then we all can just eat the food. Yeah. They want to make DC Comics-themed cooking shows to appease the people who are pissed off about Batgirl. They can probably do that for, like, 1 250th of the budget of that Batgirl. Travis, uh, in the chat, Jody's trying to name our Jack Sparrow show. I I like Jack Sparrow House. I think that's a good name in itself. It says everything that you need to know. But he's got uh, the Sparrow's Nest and Catching Jack Sparrow and... Captain Jack's poop deck. I think. Listen. Jack Sparrow House is. It, it's fine. If it's not Jack Sparrow House, there's only one other title, and that's 
Jack of all sparrows. <laughs> there's a, uh, there was another thing going on on the uh, Twitter the other day. I don't know if you saw it. Bob Odenkirk, he likes feet. You see that? Oh, is that right? Yeah. It, I don't know who it is. I, first of all, it's really not convenient to look and see who people are liking on Instagram. I mean, like, that's not just like out there. You got to dig a little bit. Bob Odenkirk liked a new Instagram account that was a bunch of gals feet. And somebody noticed right away. Like somebody's keeping an well, eye on. Let me the ask things. you a question. Just because you like a post, does that mean you have? You... No, he liked the account. Okay, fine. You liked an account. Oh, so he he followed the account because so he wanted to look at some feet. So that means Travis. That means he's a foot guy. Yeah. Let Bob Odenkirk look at some feet. I don't. I don't think the two correlate. But so then the, the internet was a buzz. Travis here, like, oh, Bob Odenkirk's a foot guy. You know, he liked. 31 accounts and now he likes 32 and the one that he likes is bunch of feet a bunch of people they were keeping an eye on it to see how long before he went in and unfollowed the foot account and he did travis they shamed him fucking pandering god damn it it bummed me out so much that they shamed him into unfollowing the foot account either that or bob odenkirk somehow accidentally followed a foot account and then uh he was alerted to it by the internet, and he's like, "Oh shit, I don't want to let, have that on my Instagram. I gotta." They didn't like get that, that off. Or how do you know the foot account didn't pay Bob Odenkirk to like them for a couple hours? Oh, to get the publicity out there. That's not bad. Listen, I want to know who these people are that have the time to be like monitoring celebrities' Instagram. Oh, there was a. Right. Uh, I, I saw. I didn't read the the story because it was too stupid, and I don't care. Well, that um, my but, job. I'll be your best employee. There was something that popped up on uh, on Google News, and it said something about how all of these celebrities unhearted Johnny Depp's statement about Amber Heard uh, recently. I um, see those, too. Like, who's got the time to do this, Travis? Is it a bot? Right. You see all these people who liked this Johnny Depp statement, and now you go back uh, weeks later to see who unliked it? Well, and, and I mean, like when when a when a player is about to get traded or something, they find that he unfollowed the team he's playing for. I, I see those <laughs> all the time. Like, who's doing all of this? Who's, oh, that's funny, guys. Funny. You go look at my Instagram account. You know what you're gonna see? I like dogs and butts. That's it. Jobs, Everything maybe. on our account that I like is dogs and butts. That's it. I I, I go on Instagram. I post that we have a new podcast out. I scroll around. I look at some dogs and butts, and then I move on to something else. I should use it for promotion, Travis. I should probably yeah, like Probably, a, yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I use it for dogs and butts. Um, so I guess that's like a like a extension of all of us. Uh, guys, I'll tell you what. What we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk to uh, Morgan Elliott uh, about... Uh, Potty Town. Stick around. It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source, Drunk. And this week, Drunk talks to Idris Elba about his new film, Beast, in theaters August 19th. Idris, this movie looks badass. You punch a lion in the freaking face. And this isn't just any lion. This lion happens to be a very large one. When this thing hits the car, you know, you feel the car move. Now, your average line, yeah, but not this line. This line's huge. It's like, 
It's like it's another car hitting another car, basically. You punch a car-sized lion in the freaking face. And also what's interesting about this lion is that it's quite smart. You know, it's um, it's thinking. It's calculated. You punch a smart car-sized lion in the face. chance to sell some property to Dunkin Donuts. They want to put it in a new shop. He said, I've got this corner and I've got somebody willing to pay me $650,000 for this village lot. When you have somebody who picks up a property trying to turn it into something that's profitable and that person gets denied the opportunity to do that, he got very upset. I'm Hank He started put, putting them everywhere. We were very upset about it. The toilet placement is perfect. It's not a joke. I mean, it's been nationwide on TV. There's an awful lot of community support for what he's doing. You start to wonder if these people gone cuckoo. If I wouldn't get in trouble, I'd take a sledgehammer and break every freaking one of them. He put the latest toilets up after Treadle House was destroyed in an arson. <laughs> it started a very big fire. <laughs> They immediately started to look for ways to take them down using the village law. And it's done to bully people. And I believe I wasn't hurting nobody. That's when the village charged him. We tried to tell them ahead of time, don't do this. Don't do this to Hank Robar. Robar filed a federal lawsuit seeking $7 million. This would be a matter that I would love to see make it all the way to the United States Supreme Court. You screw a man over, I mean, what do you expect? Yo, it's Pharrell, a.k.a. Skateboy P, so check out W-F-O-T Right here, right now. Turn it the fuck up. In an alternate history, Hillary Rodham never married Bill Clinton. Hulu presents a series that asks what would have happened to her life and our country if she had made a different choice. Maybe I'm a spy or an assassin or something. Dakota Fanning is Hillary Rodham. I ain't gonna fall for your charms, Billy. I'm gonna be powerful all on my own. Claire Danes is Hillary Rodham. But my emails. Liam Neeson is Hillary Rodham. I don't have any money because I was never married to the President of the United States. But what I do have is a tenacity that makes me a nightmare for men like you. Choices. Feminism. Rodham. Coming soon. (laughs) Well, now that we've had a little fun, let's get down to business. Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks.
Jazz. Welcome back. Our guest tonight is a filmmaker. His latest project, Potty Town, is available now on video, on demand, and Blu-ray. For all the links and information, check out pottytowndocumentary.com. Guys, Morgan Elliott is on the program. Morgan, how's it going? Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, God. It's going really great, Morgan. This, uh, <laughs> this, this guy in this documentary, he hit the jackpot with this guy. Morgan. Yeah, and, and fun enough, he's in my backyard. Um, like, I grew up in this area. I'm like 10 minutes away. I live like 10 minutes from Hank, so it, there's a lot. There's actually, you'd be surprised, there's a ton of, like, funny characters that live up here. Um, like, we're like 20 minutes from the Canadian border in the middle of nowhere in New York. Um, so, yeah, I guess I, I should just keep digging because I'm sure I'll find some more. <laughs> so... <laughs> Did you want to be a filmmaker and this was a good project or this was a good project and you decided you wanted to make a movie? Does that, that doesn't uh, a make sense, of, does it? A little bit of both, I think. Um, this was, I mean, I've always been, uh, I've always worked in like video and film. Um, I worked at a college up here doing video marketing and um and I'm, I've done writing and all that sort of thing. And so, and I DP'd on a lot of films, the director of photography. Um, so I knew I wanted to direct and I started this project like five years ago. And then um, it just, it, it got put on hold for a little while, but then I, uh, the pandemic happened and I had some free time. So I, I kind of dove back into it then. And um, here we are today. Hank's Hank's going to be nationally known. <laughs> <laughs> so Travis, this this movie to, to give you the elevator pitch here. Uh, the, is, he has a bunch of land. He wants to sell some of it to Dunkin' Donuts, and the town he's in said, "No, nah, man, you can't because it's not zoned for commercial." And so he just decides, "Okay, I'm gonna put toilets on all of my property everywhere." Fucking zoning laws, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but like in the film when he says uh, the reporters like, you know, he said you could have been smelling the fresh scent of donuts in the morning here, but now you're going to smell shit. (laughs) (laughs) And so then they just built it like a couple doors down, didn't they? It's really close to where they said no. They just built it somewhere else. Yeah, it's it's like right up the street. Um, it's a really strange area that that corridor right there because so Hank's property is in a B two, which is a business zone. You just can't have big businesses like Dunkin' Donuts there. Um, oh, so he could have like made uh, Hank's old timey donuts, and it would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, something like that, or had like opened up like a doctor's office <laughs> or something. I don't know if anyone would want him uh, performing yeah, surgery so. on them, but. And the argument, I guess, is just like we want our town to stay cutesy. The thing about this film is one of the themes is kind of like small town politics. And I think if you go to any small town in America, you're going to find that. So I think people will be able to relate to that. Um, you have certain groups that uh, are in power or think they have more power than they do. And um, so those are the people that are going to get the preference uh, when it comes to zoning. 
Hey, they wanted to put a slaughterhouse on the uh, outskirts of my small town, and uh, man, did the residents picket City Hall over that. So there's it's safe to say there's no slaughterhouse on the outskirts of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like in Potsdam too. Uh, this was after I made this, but uh, then there was a big deal with like people having chickens in the village. So maybe part two will be like Chicken Town or something. <laughs> Potsdam, New York. You said that's really close to. Uh, like the Canadian border? Yeah, we're about 20 minutes from the Canadian border. Our closest city would uh, be Ottawa. Uh, we're like an hour from Ottawa, but um, you have to you have to drive a long ways to get any. Like people shop at Walmart for their clothing, basically. You know, we're just like in the boonies. Okay, so for the Americans, how far away from like Syracuse or something? Yeah, yeah. Syracuse is like two and a half hours south. Okay. Yeah. Well, perfect. You're you're that close to the Canadian border, so you can be uh, smuggling Canadian uh, far- pharmaceuticals over pretty easily. Then, <laughs> yeah, people do it. Uh, they have the St. Lawrence <laughs> River, and uh, <laughs> I've heard stories about that and looked into it. Uh, but I think I would be putting myself in a little danger if I went and started filming with those guys. But yeah, they take like the cigarette boats across the river. Oh, beautiful, <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> in 2002, I stayed at a it was like a a beach property on like one of the the lakes up there and it was pretty close to uh niagara falls okay because uh we we went up we went to the hockey hall of fame we like did that loop and it was probably one of the craziest experiences of my life because it, it was on the fourth of july and uh, that evening, when the sun started to go down, everybody started just taking all of the furniture out of their homes and stacking it up on the beach and setting it on fire. And like there was just crazy bonfires all the way down the beach. And I mean, it was it was nice furniture. They were just setting everything on fire and. I don't know how close that is to Potsdam, <laughs> but uh, you guys can. Are you still now. trying to get to the bottom of this mystery, Mike? Uh, Twenty years later, uh, like why they were doing it? Right. I think they were just partying, Travis. Like they were, they were just having a real good time. That's a yeah. Did party. somebody? I was going to say, did somebody win a national championship or something? That <laughs> I know when Syracuse won the national championship in '03, they were doing that. No, I mean, it wasn't like one set of people. It was all the way down the beach. And it was it was furniture. It was, it was crazy. I have it on video. Maybe I, maybe I had to make that documentary. Joe. There you go. I like it. Just uh, why are people burning furniture on the beach? Yeah, in I mean, I haven't New York? thought about it. I, I have, uh, you know, some of those uh, those digital eight tapes out in my garage. I don't know if they're still good. Do those do those expire, Travis? Uh, I think they're probably if they're if are they uh, humidity controlled? No, I mean they're just in my garage. Oh, they're trash. They're probably yeah. trash. Yeah, but maybe maybe like a, if they have like a little grit to them, you know, it'll add to their mystique. I don't. Do you got a local uh, uh, video to like digital transfer person around uh, your area, oh. or you know, do you have the capabilities of trying to do that yourself? I mean, like Walgreens or something. Yeah, take it to Walgreens, <laughs> uh, Morgan. It's it's a weird compliment, but 
the the movie is is a little over an hour long. It's 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 short, and it, it's exactly how long it should be. Is that a compliment? That's a compliment, right? I, I, yeah, I think so. I, it's funny. Somebody else, one of my friends, just said that same exact thing to me. Like five minutes before I got on here, they texted me that. <laughs> like, like the Travis. So, so it's, if my it's a quick said it to watch, me, I'll, I'll take it. A couple of <laughs> and, and like, if he'd have dragged it out for five hours, I would have been mad at him. But like, it, 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 it was, it was all killer, no filler. Got the story out, and I was like, that was, that was great. I don't need this to be five hours. I don't need there to be episodes. You mean, Mike, like that uh, uh, documentary on Netflix about that uh, L.A. hotel where that gal went uh, missing and they were thinking, oh, what happened to her? And they found her in that water tank up top of the hotel. But it like was a seven hour documentary yeah, that yeah, had was, no that business was a being seven story, hours. Travis. 20 minute story. Hank Robar, give him an hour. We don't need seven hours. It's, it's the perfect amount of time. This right. No, no, that was... Um, when I went into the project, I didn't even know if it was a feature film. Honestly, I, I I didn't know what it was. I had interviewed some journalists, and I'm like, you know, this there's like more to this story than you know, like a 10 minute short doc. But I don't know, I you know, 40 minutes, you're kind of like lost in the abyss. So um, once we got, once I had it up to about 40, 50, I'm like, yeah, okay, we're rolling, and then. Um, and then we got up over an hour and I'm like, this is a feature doc, but I didn't want to, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a small story in a small town. So, um, you, you want people to come away having a good experience. It's not about the time. It's about the quality. The, uh, what would you say in, in, in post Morgan, uh, being a first time documentarian, uh, is it difficult trying to put the pieces together to try to figure out with all the raw footage and interviews and things how you want to present the story? Would you say that that takes up most of your post-production? Yeah, that was I mean, it is. It's hard. It's uh, I think like we had at least three major re-edits on this one um, where it was just like finding and it, it didn't necessarily have to be like a like you know, it wasn't broken into like thirds or quarters. It was like this, if we move this six minute piece here, that's going to like make the whole thing flow a lot better. And then, and then within those, you know, moving certain clips around. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it does, it really affects the flow of the film. It affects, um, how the audience is, uh, like going along that emotional roller coaster if there is one and, and all that stuff. So, uh, that was hard. Um, and, and going through the, we had so many interviews. Um, I had to like go through each interview and, uh, write out the time that they said everything. So it would like later on, it wouldn't take me forever. So that's a big part of it too, is like sorting through the interviews. So when do you decide to finally stop tinkering? Uh, when the distributor tells you it's due <laughs> in like two days, <laughs> I no really like I I'm kind of a perfectionist um so like I could have worked on this for 15 years and I would still be like ah oh, but if we you know if we just change this song or something if we move this little uh, pit right here 45 seconds later yeah yeah and then the film would be really tight it'd be like a half an hour <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this was all probably done a while ago right I I think I heard a couple references to 2020. Uh, is that when you filmed it 
The story, yeah, we filmed a lot of it, a lot of the interviews in 2020, some in 2021. Um, yeah, There's so we had to, I had to navigate the mask yeah. thing a little bit. Um, you saw it, like, there was a few shots in there where Hank had his mask yeah, on. You know what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's just a few, but, um, I mean, like I said, where we live, um, <laughs> not a lot of mask wearing up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it, you know, it's like, there's a lot of Hanks there. Yeah. There's like a lot of rebellion up here. So people didn't want to wear the masks, which was good for me. <laughs> are, they still, are they still screwing with him? Like, uh, has there been any developments or. No, they I actually so he said like in the clause uh the settlement if if any were broken he they would send him a notice and he'd have to fix them in 5 days. And he said he, he said to me the other day like yeah, I, I hit a few with the mower and broke them and they haven't said anything like <laughs> I don't think they're going to bother him anymore now that the lawsuits, you know, all that's settled. He hit um, a couple with a mower. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, he he rents out these properties, and people just live in the house with a bunch of toilets in the yard, and they're just fine with it. It's, it's great, yeah, it's decor. Yeah, he like in the film, he said like, uh, I don't know, I don't know how much you can believe him, but he's like, uh, you know, they love him. They 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 keep an eye out. They're like my security guards for the toilets. <laughs> Now, Travis, let's say you're this city council or township or whatever it is. Just give the guy what he wants, right? Well, I mean, let the guy make a little cash in the first place. Yeah. I would, I mean, let it get this far. It seems to be ridiculous. You, you give you him know? what he wants, and he'll go away. Let him, let him sell his property to Dunkin' Donuts. Well, that's the just, thing. Like you just, know, this, this, this act of rebellion could have been a completely different scenario, right? Like there was that. Uh, guy in Colorado that was getting messed with so he took that uh, battle hardened uh, tractor and just destroyed the entire town. Are you talking like, about the killdozer <laughs> Travis? Yeah the killdozer yeah oh, exactly. Oh man that's a great story the killdozer. Yeah but I mean this here's here's a, a a man who like could have you know went crazy and instead is just like here you don't want me to make a little cash off my properties look at these uh, look at these toilets. I'm gonna make some art Yep <laughs> yeah, Hank is he's a really nice guy. Um there was actually a story where the there the hardware store right near his toilets uh put up a sign on the <laughs> on their digital sign that said, We don't see art, we see tipped over toilets. And uh so the the new the uh reporter from the the Times came and was like, you know, this the hardware store guy, he's like making fun of you or chirping you and uh you know, what do you think about that? Are you going to shop at his hardware store anymore? And Hank was like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so, you know, he's just like, he's just an easygoing guy. He doesn't care. Well, he probably in a way uh, understands why people don't like his toilets. That's part of the reason why he did it, I think. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. He He's a very good uh, instigator. He knows what buttons to push. <laughs> so what percentage of the city would you say enjoys the toilets being there? Um, I would say I found it was, it's changed over the years. Sure. I think now people like them more because it's kind of turned into this whole phenomenon where like, you know, it's like just people, 
people don't even like see them anymore. They're just like in the background. It's like, uh, they're the toilets again. So <laughs> I think a lot of people are indifferent. Um, and then there's like probably like 10 to 20% that really don't like them, especially the people that live right around them. Yeah. Um, and then I would think Morgan, I would think that would be an amazing like directional pinpoint, right? Like you got is. the visitors coming, you'd be like, Hey, uh, just once you get to like the 15th toilet, take a left. Um, and we're right on the right hand side, two doors down. No, that's that's completely valid. People do that. I've heard <laughs> them doing that. So, so probably ten to twenty percent love it, ten to twenty percent hate it, and then the rest are just meh. Yeah, they're like, I don't know, they're just like kind of over it at this point. Um, but I think you know, if like to me, if people see this and they're like, oh, let's go visit the toilets in Potsdam, um, I think most people think it would be a good thing because. The the villages are so small. It's a small uh, rural area. Um, so any business we can bring in, uh, yeah. it's a good thing. I think that that if anything, we should cross our fingers that the the documentary encourages more people to donate their toilets so that he can increase <laughs> his garden. He can he can uh, just expand it further and further out and do more exciting things with it. And then we're saving the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Recycling. Yep. Yeah. Travis, you make art and then it's not taking up a landfill. That's right. Now, now turtles aren't getting their heads stuck in the toilet hole when they're thrown in the ocean. I don't think he has much trouble getting uh, toilets either. Like when I was filming, he's got like an area behind the garage that's just like his backup toilets in case he <laughs> does hit one with the mower. So. Yeah, he's doing okay. People, I see people drop them off all the time. Yeah, backup toilets. <laughs> I so, love so, that. So the toilets are staying until until Frank's gone, right? Well, I think it's in. The, I don't want to spoil anything again at, at the end, but they talk about Hank. What's in Hank's will? Um, oh, and, yeah. So. Watch the movie to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, the movie it's called uh, Potty Town. Uh, it's available now on all your video on demand services. You go to pottytowndocumentary.com, uh, check it out. It's a good watch if uh, you want to see an ornery old man put flowers in toilets. And like Mike said, it's a, it's a perfect hour pow. So stick it to the man. Uh, it, Morgan, I love the movie, man. It was great. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Uh, Anywhere else that people should uh, look for you, Morgan? Anywhere are you online? Um, I. I don't do a ton of social media. I do have Facebook. Uh, so oh, good for you. If they want to pitch weird stories to me, sure. Bring it on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have had a few since potty town people reaching out to me, but um, yeah, Facebook, that's about it. Um, and then we have the potty town page on Facebook too. Cool, Perfect. man. We appreciate your time. It was cool talking to you. We should do it when the next one comes out, man. Yeah, I appreciate it guys. Right, Thanks thank Morgan. You. Thanks Morgan. All right. Yep. Bye. It is a good time. The documentary is great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, same people that did a, a Stu's show. Uh, oh, sure. Him. Yeah, they just they reached out to me and and uh, said, uh, hey, we got this movie. And I watched the trailer and I said, oh, yeah, that's it's right up our alley. I'm surprised. Yeah. And Morgan, your uh, Jack Sparrow show. 
Morgan was just uh, sharing with me some good news, too. Um, apparently, today, August 9th, was the first day that Potty Town released on iTunes, and he uh, debuted so far at number 13. That's pretty great. Yeah, for an independent documentary? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Drunk is excited, Travis. Uh, we have the... I uh, wouldn't necessarily say I'm excited. The watermelon, watermelon alcoholic Mountain Dew. Very sweet. So first I'm gonna try it out of the can, and then I'm gonna try it on ice. I don't like it. You don't love it? No. <laughs> That's my review. It's very you sweet. Didn't cheers. Very That's why sweet. Didn't oh. Like it. Oh, it'll taste better if you cheers. Nope, still don't like it. I'll tell you what though, it does taste like watermelon. That straight up tastes like a watermelon. Travis. That's the closest. Yeah. Artificial watermelon flavor I've ever had. Yeah, and it does not taste like booze either. No, the only problem is it's got that zero sugar aftertaste. Yep. So do they make this a non-zero sugar? No, nope, no, it's just that. Uh, but they uh, also, you know, I mean, while you're taking a drink, it feels like there's uh, 52 cups of sugar in a can. Uh, you just get that <laughs> that aftertaste of no sugar. <laughs> right. It's got that. Well, aspartame or whatever it is. Uh, Travis, pick of the week. Um, Prey on Hulu. The uh, oh, the the predator film. Uh, it, it's taken a lot of flack on the internet. Travis, they're saying it, what? It's woke. How I, is that? That Eater Seven movie. Did Did you watch it, Travis? Yeah, it's also my pick of the week. Travis, it's fucking great. It's so good. It's really it's so really good. good. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. Like when when they first uh, announced that the new Predator uh, motion picture was oh, taking place uh, three hundred years in the past uh, with uh, some Native American clan, I was like, "That sounds like a great idea." And I'll tell you what, the execution was just as good as the idea. Indian broad fights Predator. It's great. It like it's so good. okay. So it's like a Predator, like his first time coming here. Yeah, it seems like it. So like, and he's like trying to take out everything that he views as a predator. Yeah. No, no if, movie, it, if it, if it looks like something Travis. is prey, he leaves it alone. But if it looks like something is a predator, he's like, all right, I'm fighting you, which uh, is typically just him blasting coyotes apart. If, if I want to nitpick, Travis, CGI animals all looked fake. Who cares? Not great. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. The CGI. I mean, like, who gives a fuck? I got to watch the new it free on Hulu. Yeah. The new Predator design is pretty great. Like his uh, "quote unquote" battle armor is it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, he just looks like a big fucking dude. Uh, it yeah, is. A I big love. Fucking I loved dude, it. By the way, Travis, it's a basketball man. Was it a basketball man? It was a basketball man in that suit. Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, well, that makes sense. He's seventy feet tall, so yeah. And he just he just goes around uh, invisible and fucks up a bunch of Indians. And then like yeah, a bunch of that, white people show up and that, he kills all of them. It kills everybody. Yeah. And that gal that uh, plays our main character that we follow through the whole thing. Uh, she's great. She's right. Great. And I, I think that people are like pissed off because like Predator wouldn't lose to an Indian gal. But it was pretty well explained how he lost to the Indian gal. I mean, oh, it wasn't it's, like it's, she got super big and like punched him to death. It, no, it, it's she set, lucked it, out. It's like set up for the first like hour and 15 minutes is is showing you how it ends up getting to that point where she can finally defeat him. <laughs> right. And uh, guys, I'll, I'll tell you early on in the movie, 
the the Indian gal, she has a really cute dog. And I say, if Predator kills that dog, I'm turning this shit off. No spoilers. Uh, that's what I said really early on, Travis. I said, if Predator fucking kills that dog, I'm turning this fucking movie off. Because that dog is beautiful. It is that a dog is cute as hell. Great dog. The people want to probably know with uh, in our joint pick of the week, do it have a horse in it? your ass it do yeah guys uh prey has horses in it the the indians they ride on horses i think some of the white guys ride on horses too travis i was about to say so is this like after columbia but before the mayflower or whatever whatever was happening in 1717 i mean there's there's white guys and they're they're bad they just want to kill and rape drunk i'm sick of fucking white guys Stupid white guys, fucking toxic masculinity. Drunk a pick of the week, drunk? Yeah, I think I'm a couple weeks behind on this one, but season nine of Beavis and Butthead on Paramount Plus. Man, is it good. Is it good? I haven't watched the movie yet, is, and I haven't watched the I haven't the watched the shows. movie yet either yet, but the, <laughs> I'm, I'm I went really back and looking watched for... the old episodes first. You don't need to, but yeah. oh, they're like great. For, for continuity? Yeah. To make sure that you don't <laughs> yeah, the, miss any the, of the plot. Right, the lore. I didn't want to fuck the lore of the Beavis and Butthead up. Any of the important mythology of Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> I I did, Travis, I actually did go back and watch uh, Beavis and Butthead Do America before Great I movie, yeah. got into oh, the... Oh, where they, where they go to Las Vegas to play with the sluts? Yeah. And uh, Demi Moore and Bruce Willis are in it in Happier Times. Um, yeah. It has a really love- sweet uh, Rob Zombie music video in it when they were tripping balls in the desert. They just love those sluts. Yeah. Uh, there was an old slut that was on the plane that I think uh, gave Beavis a bunch of candy. So so that Prey movie was straight to streaming? Yeah. What's yeah, Hulu. It debuted on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Disney- Disney inherited a lot of properties that so they figured they can probably theater. churn flicks out and drop them to streaming. That movie looks like badass, but it probably looks better if it be on the theater. No. Well, I mean, maybe. But, yeah, like, the, the animals look like shit. But, no, like, the scenery is really cool. You know, like, they're, yeah. they're Indians and they live on the land. Uh, so, yeah, maybe it looked good in the theater. But you don't get to watch it in the theater. <laughs> the last of the Mohicans meets the Predator. Yeah, very uh, Last of the Mohicans esque soundtrack. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ooh, that's like my favorite soundtrack too. It, it it's not quite there, but there's echoes of it while you're watching it. You know, it has yeah. that vibe. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The director of this flick is uh, uh, one I'm a fan of because he also did uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane with John Goodman and uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. 
Yeah, make more. Uh, I, I'd say have a rematch where predator, another predator comes back to fight the Indian broad again, Travis. Yeah, I'd watch her fight in the. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Give it a few years and then have a couple of predators show up. Guys, I'd say we, we did it. We, we did it, Travis. I would say, though, low sugar uh, yep. taste is not as bad when you got it on ice. Perfect. Yep, water it down a little bit. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we did it. Uh, minus a few uh, pre-show technical difficulties and the fact that for some reason I can't turn the camera on. Um, It'll all be worked it, out next week. All of them I'll be worked, worked out, out next week. Travis, we need to do, we need to talk about this week. I I want to make some plans with you. You want to plan with me? Yeah. All right, let's plan. I got I got some emails today that we need to talk about. All right. Guys, we did it. Fucking uh, did it. I'd say we probably do another one in about a week uh, if you guys are free. Seven days. Yeah, about seven. I days. don't know what's what's my average about doing the show about once every six seven <laughs> weeks now. Hey, Travis, you need to get that average up, buddy. <laughs> you need to get that average up a lot. No, you're fine. If I keep showing up, then you won't get to have wonderful guest stars. That's that's what I always try to say too. But no, I mean we'll have guest stars anyway. You, who do you want to have, Travis? I'll call it guest star. I, I mean, fuck. No, I mean, well, you if I'm not Elvin, here, that's perfect Pepper, time for guest stars. Elvin, and you got Rob, and I mean, Dan. Keep naming. When Topher Grace, feel, when Topher Grace left that '70s show, they got to bring in Seth Meyers' brother. Yeah. Seth Meyers has a brother. Yeah, <laughs> that was that last season was bad. Oh, so bad. <laughs> uh, I'm him. I know where it is. Hold on. to this installment of WFOD. To enjoy our back catalog, visit WFODshow.com and be sure to share the show with a friend. Thank you to our Patreon sponsors for their continued support. Uh, Bad Poet Society, The Rabbit Poundings, Valerie Carpenter, Brian Kranz, and our North Star, Liquid Lozenge. If you would like to donate to keep this pirate ship afloat, Visit patreon.com slash WFODicks. Follow us on social media. Email any of us with your, our name and uh, at WFODshow.com in the end. Or leave us a voicemail at 636-487-HAND.com. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hey, subscribe on YouTube and uh, Twitch or uh, Apple Podcasts or .com or uh, 
Stitcher, or wherever it is that you listen to it. Subscribe to it so that you get the newest episodes. Yeah, thanks. See you next week. Bye. Dot com. couple new ones uh, but i'm wondering if they're too long i gotta say this travis you sounded fucking great travis is this too what long? i sound like this you sounded long? amazing i'm trying not to think of myself right. as a piece of shit is that too long travis for what for for like one of my little droppy guys nope i like it that's what i told him too tell him to stop fucking questioning himself this one's the perfect amount of time jesper <laughs> <laughs> Jesper. Somebody suck that baby's dick! Even though it's over.